This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Rappaport to the Rescue with award-winning animal advocate Jill Rappaport. Hi, welcome to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport. I am really dancing on air. I am so excited to tell you all about my new TV special called Rappaport to the Rescue. Sound familiar? Same as the podcast. It is airing tomorrow night. Thursday, August 31st on ABC. The ABC owned and operated stations, which are all across the country. And check your local listings because you can find it on channel 110. Starting tomorrow night, it will repeat all weekend. And then on September 7th, it will air on Hulu and Disney streaming and will repeat all next weekend. This is really an incredible opportunity for me. I got to feature some of the most amazing animal advocates, including the one and only Bill Berloni, who you hear regularly on this show and who will be joining us. And Bill will be bringing on three superstars of the stage and screen, including Richard Burton, who is truly getting all the buzz on the new Sex and the City sequel. And just like that, we'll hear about Richard Burton. Plus, We will have a very special guest in my ABC special, the one and only Gabby Pizzolo. Of course, you know her from Netflix's sci-fi thriller, Stranger Things. She also stars in HBO's Pretty Little Liars. She starred on Broadway at 10 years old Matilda. And you are going to witness in my special the most unbelievable reunion with one of Bill Berloni's dogs, that she has not seen in 10 years. They are reuniting for the first time since she worked with this dog in Winn-Dixie. My special also features such heartfelt stories, including one about a very special man who rescued a dog that was literally going to be thrown away because the dog did not have use of its front legs. So he built him a little wheelchair and this man is in a wheelchair. This story will bring you to tears. I love this special. The people in it are incredible. The dogs in it are incredible. And of course, I had to get one of my rescues in it, the one and only senior Stanley. He is taking center stage with me in Central Park. And it is really, if I do say so myself, the best heartfelt 30 minutes you'll ever see. So when we come back, we're going to talk all about the special and hear what Bill Berloni is up to with all the other projects he has going on in his life when we come back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm joined now with the one and only master trainer whose dog is really taking center stage right now. We will get into that in a moment, but Bill Berloni, so great to see you. What a month you have had. Oh, I know, Jill. Thanks for having me back on the show. It's great to be together with you again. And uh, it's all about rescue dogs. Absolutely. And Bill, as you know, I just talked about in the open having this incredible opportunity with ABC, this show, which they allowed me to call Rappaport to the Rescue. I was so excited about that. It's called Rappaport to the Rescue. It's airing next week. And of course, as you know, I could never do anything without having you. You're my good luck charm. So Bill, you are our leading guest on the show and you brought two of your fur superstars and one in particular, Richard Burton is getting press like we all dream of. Yes, Richard Burton is heating up the airway. He's stealing all the thunder from four really beautiful women on And Just Like That, the sequel to Sex and the City. Yes, he plays Kristen Davis's family dog. And I want to read a recent article in The Cut. Listen to this, folks. The star of And Just Like That second season isn't Aiden's Matrix jacket, Enid Frick, or even Kim Cottrell's cameo. This year, the real MVP is Charlotte's bulldog, Richard Burton, king of the Goldenblatt Castle. Bill, does it get better than that? Everybody's talking about this show, and now everybody's only talking about the bulldog. Well, that's uh, because of Michael Patrick King, the producer-director. I mean, he's brilliant in the way, not only that the way he directs the show, but he just lets uh, Richard Burton sit there and react, and it's paying off big time. Well, what is incredible... I just watched the last episode and that dog with the expressions, you can't get a better actor than that. He is so perfect when they throw the lines at him, the way they zero in and cut to those expressions at that time. He is a true superstar. And I think he knows it. What do you think, Bill? Yeah. You know, now he lays around the house and expects us to bring him treats and you know, <laughs> air conditioning on and wants me to read the press to him. But um at the bottom of it, it's just a rescue dog who's so grateful to be in a loving home. And the fact that this publication said that he's the real star of the show, that people anticipate his appearance more than Kim Cattrall's? <laughs> well, I, I don't think so. But, you know, Richard Burton's been in from the very first episode all the way through. And, you know, he's got a good through line. He's sort of doing the commentary on what's going on in the room. It's so interesting because as I've been watching the show, I love the element of the shelter in the show. And the last episode and the one before, they featured this animal shelter. And in the one before, they opened up a box of kittens, which they now introduced one to Sarah Jessica Parker's character, Carrie, of course. And we just learned from Sarah Jessica Parker herself that she has officially adopted the little kitten in the show that they call Shu but she calls him Lotus at home. And those were your kittens, Bill, from the Humane Society of New York. They were, they were. We had two litters. There were a total of 12 so that we could find the exact right one. You know, kittens are infants and we didn't want to pick a, a kitten who might be too afraid or too active. And so, you know, I wanted a good array. Knowing that the minute we picked one, there would be a line to adopt these kittens. There were, all of them have been adopted into beautiful homes. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then to try and get a kitten to work on a set, kind of interesting. <laughs> and I would imagine the adoption applications 
are pouring in for Richard Burton, but he is yours for life. For life, yep. Well, Bill, we just had the pleasure, I had the pleasure, of meeting Richard Burton up close and personal. And yes, he did demand a potograph on my show coming up on ABC, Rappaport to the Rescue. You, of course, were our leading guest along with Gabby Pizzolo. Let's discuss the three dogs you brought with you that day because Richard Burton just sat there like the true star and chant that he is. But we also had the star of Annie. Yes. One of the dogs who was starring in the road company of Annie, his name is Bailey. And they start in September of this year, 2023, and go till June of 2024. And Bailey plays Sandy. Yep. And what our listeners, if they don't remember, need to know and understand is you take these animals, you find them from the most dire situations, literally some at death's door or hoping for a second chance for a new life. You not only rescue them, save them, love them, nurture them, take care of them. They turn into superstars on the stage and screen, which just goes to show you how amazing these rescue animals are. Yes, not not just, how can I say it? First off, they're so appreciative. When you adopt an animal, they know that you've made their lives tremendously better. And so they're willing to do more than, say, maybe a, a dog you've raised from home. Number two, that stardom turns into good publicity for rescue. They become ambassadors for rescue. And, you know, my favorite line is, anybody could have walked into that shelter and adopted this dog the day before I did. So I'm the one who just got lucky. And then they get to be adored by the cast, the crews, the fans, to the point where you have a dog who may be on death's door, all of a sudden is in this center of love with so many people working. And then they come home to my wife, Dorothy, and I, and they're like starving for attention because it's just two of us now instead of 50 people. Right. What's amazing, though, Bill, besides giving them a new lease on life, new leash on life, you've trained them to be just the perfect pet. I mean, we were filming in the middle of Central Park, okay, in a hot summer day. We made sure we shot very early in the morning, but still summer day all the noise, the cyclists, and they all three, all three, because we want to talk about Bodie from Winn-Dixie, which I teased in the open, sat there like statues. Your training ability, you know, it's not just taking a puppy from a litter and bringing them up and training them. You're taking them from really unusual and often dangerous and horrific situations, and you turn them into the perfect pets. Well, the secret is positive reinforcement. You know, the minute someone tries to force me to do something is the minute I turn around and go the other way. So, you know, we take these dogs, we shower them with love, we give them security, we give them courage. And so they can go to Central Park in the midst of all that. And there's nowhere else they'd rather be than sitting by my side. And that's really the test of how we train. And that was so obvious in the show, which I told you, Bill, I texted you. I just got to see an advanced copy you were fabulous. And the dogs will just melt your heart. So in my special, we have, of course, the one and only Richard Burton. We have Sandy starring in Annie. And of course, Bodie, who left such an indelible mark, or I should say an indelible paw on Gabby's life. Tell me how Bodie came into your life. My wife, Dorothy, and I have been working on creating a new musical that stars a dog. And it's based on the book because of Winn-Dixie. And in one of our out-of-town tryouts, Gabby played the lead character, the little girl who finds the dog. So they worked very closely together for a very long time when she was 11 years old, I believe. But, you know, I adopted him to do our show. And before he even got to do Winn-Dixie, he appeared in Peter Pan Live. 
on NBC. They needed a big sheepdog to play Nana. With Allison Williams, right? Yeah, Allison Williams. So he made his television debut, then he made his stage debut, and he's been starring in TV shows like High Maintenance. This season on NBC, he starred as Joe Pesci's dog in Bucket. So, you know, he goes back to theater to film. And he's starring in my show, Thanks to you, all three of your wonderful dogs take center stage. And I want to thank you again for your friendship, your devotion, and your commitment to our wonderful rescue animals. And of course, the wonderful Gabby Pizzolo, who stars as Susie Bingham in the Netflix original sci-fi series, Stranger Things. She's also the star of HBO's Pretty Little Liars and starred on Broadway in Matilda at 10 years old. And you have a very long-term special relationship with her and really opened up her eyes to the importance of rescue and adoption because of your dog, Bodie, in Winn-Dixie. Tell us about that relationship. Well, whenever we work with an actor in a theatrical piece, they have to become as good trainers as we have. The dogs have to not only listen to them, but they have to love them as much as they love us. And so we create this special bond. And it's interesting whether it's 50 years ago, you know, I'll see these actors who have worked with our dogs and remember so fondly the love and good time that they have. And so, you know, years can go by and sometimes they'll show up and you would think eight years later, the dog wouldn't recognize them and they go crazy. We don't want to give away too much, but let's just say that that reunion will bring tears to your eyes. And what about your relationship with Gabby? You know, before you, she was a young kid, obviously, and she really didn't understand at that age the importance of rescue and adoption. You changed her whole world on this topic. Gabby comes from a great family. You know, they work a lot. She had a career and they really thought it wouldn't be responsible to have a dog in their lifetime at this time. So they had rescue cats, which was great. So when I met her and introduced her to the world of the dog and the response that you get from having a, a canine friend, it changed the way she looked at dogs and not just that, rescue in general. She really became a rescue advocate and tells all her friends and everybody to rescue an animal. And you started her very young, which is what's so important and wonderful when people can raise their children, understanding the importance at a very young age, bring an animal into the house from a shelter and teach these young kids, hopefully at birth, what it's like and the joys of taking in an animal in need. Absolutely. You know, the only way we're going to change the future is by teaching the children. So true. And Bill, you know, plugging my show and ABC, which you are an integral part of, let's talk about your other projects. Yeah. Right now I'm doing a brand new musical, a world premiere of a show called On Cedar Street. And it's created by the four women who did the Tony Award winning show Secret Garden. Oh, so I'm working with this incredible team and it's a beautiful story. And of course, there's a rescue dog. Um, of who's course. Here in who gets rescued and ends up changing the lives of everybody she meets. So again, it's that beautiful story. And to be part of a, of a new play where we get to try things and move audiences and all that sort of stuff is really what I love doing the best. And when you did end Just Like That, which of course is the follow-up to Sex in the City, I would imagine that was like the most coveted gig. What animal trainer wouldn't want their animals featured in that show that was so highly anticipated? And thank goodness you filmed everything before this horrific and very sad strike, which is affecting all of our wonderful writers. And now the actors strike. I'm in the union, sag after us. It's really tragic. And it's really affecting your work as well now, too. Yes, we're relegated to do non-union work because we won't certainly cross any picket lines. So commercials, you can work on commercials and documentaries. 
small uh, non-union film stuff. And of course the plays, you know, my plays are the, the backbone of our business. And so we, between on Theater Street and the new tour of Annie going out, you know, we're able to stay alive this time, unlike the pandemic when everything shut down. Well, thank goodness, Bill, because I know when the strike first started, you know, it's not like you're just worried for yourself. In fact, you and Dorothy really come last in terms of your priorities. You're worried about your multiple animals that you need to feed and take care of. And when you have as many as you do, and what are you up to now? It's in the 20s, right? Yeah, it's 22. Oh, just a few. You have a lot of mouths to feed. Absolutely. You know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do a lot of other things, and uh, we can't wait to get back to filming because we were filming five series at a time last summer. You know, we had dogs on five different series. It was crazy. And we should mention that my show on ABC is non-scripted, so it did not fall in that category. You know, I'm a SAG member too. For 40 years, you've seen parts of my body in lots of different shows. <laughs> I don't want to ask what parts because this is a, a G8 podcast. You know, when there's a stunt and somebody's got to get bit or something crazy happens, my hands, my leg, my back. <laughs> well, I was even an extra in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, I love that. Dog walker. So, yeah. So, no, I'm, I, I agree with you. We really have to help the SAG members and other film people get a livable wage. Bill, so perfectly put. Thank you so much for another great interview. And I'm really excited to have you join me tomorrow night on my special, Rappaport to the Rescue, same name as the podcast, airing August 31st, which is tomorrow night on the ABC-owned and operated stations across the country. Check your local listings. It airs on 110, channel 110 on Optimum, 8.30 p.m. Thursday night, tomorrow night, and then repeats all weekend, September 7th, airs again on Hulu and Disney Streaming and airs all weekend next weekend. I am so thrilled for this opportunity and thank you all for joining me on this edition of Rappaport to the Rescue. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.